0: This. This is the Carl DeMasi Sports Report.
1: Excited to be back here again to talk about local sports. That's what the show's about, local sports. Sponsored by Optimal Orthopedics. We want to hear about your favorite local athlete, your favorite local team, your favorite local high school, middle school, pop water football team, YMCA basketball team, city league. That's what it's all about. Let's talk about it. Let's let people know about it. On
0: ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM (laughs) 104.3.
1: Good morning, Savannah and the low country. Welcome to the Carl Massey Sports Report brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400 at 104.3 FM. I'm Carl Massey. I'm glad you could join me. Every Saturday morning from 9 a.m. until 11 a.m. talking about local sports. We'll talk about national sports. We'll talk about any kind of sport you want to talk about going on here in Savannah, Georgia. And once again, that's what it's all about, highlighting the week, the past week, and maybe what's coming up in the future about Savannah area sports. we got a great lineup today. We'll be talking a little volleyball, a little softball, a little football, whatever you want to talk about. Of course, we play two hours here, or as I like to say, we play two games. The first game is from 9 to 10, the second game from 11 to 12. In the first game, in the first quarter, which we are right now, I'm going to update the scores, talk about uh, local uh, sporting news, sports news that's going on in Savannah, Georgia. We'll get into the high school scoreboard with the football games last night because we're already halfway through the high school football season, but then in the second hour, we're going to talk a little, second quarter, not second hour, we're going to talk a little volleyball. This team is 30-7 and seven right now. They went undefeated in region play. And, I mean, the man's been doing a great job over there since he's taken over the volleyball program. Used to be one of the top football coaches in the area. Now he's a, a volleyball coach, a wrestling coach, whatever they need him to do over there at the Arts Academy, that's Savannah Arts Academy. That's Jim Olsen. That's going to happen roughly about 9-15. Then in the third quarter... The only professional team we have here in Savannah, Georgia, the Savannah Sanats. We're going to catch up with the general manager, the president, John Katz, since they won their South Atlantic League championship back in early September. Uh, John Katz will be on in the third quarter, which is roughly about 930. Then in the fourth quarter, we're going to talk to the man who had a big win last night. We're talking about the high school Game of the Week, fueled by N-Mark, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah. And that's Danny Britt of the Benedictine Cadets. In the second hour, we'll open it up again with college uh, sports, um, college news. We'll open up with local scoreboard. And then we'll get into the second quarter of the second hour. We'll talk to our athlete of the week, once again coming from the Savannah Arts Academy, junior volleyball player Anna Gerpsch. And then in the third quarter of the second hour, we'll talk to the man that's been... The head Mustang for the past three or four years up there at South Effingham running their softball program. And that's Chuck Smith. And then we'll wrap up the show in the fourth quarter of the second hour. Beautiful day outside. It's supposed to be nice. Uh, we don't have to worry about tropical storm. Maybe till late Sunday night, Monday morning. So if you want to get out there and do something, get out there and do it right now as far as sports go. Because it's beautiful out. It's 67 degrees. It's going to be a great day here. I mean, you got to get out there and enjoy the weather. People, people all over the place Running. I mean, out there jogging. So I think they're getting ready for the Rock and Roll Marathon, which uh, we'll have a report on that hopefully next week with Robert Espinoza of Fleet Feet Sports. He's the race director of all our big running events here in Savannah, Georgia. And believe me, they bring in a lot of, a lot of uh, tourists, a lot of people from outside Savannah. Brings in a lot of money, uh, helps the economy here in Savannah, Georgia. The Rock and Roll Marathon is only only three weeks away Three weeks away. So if you want to get involved, go to Fleet, Sweet, Fleet Feet Sports, Savannah, and check out the uh, registration uh, tab and get in there and register and be part of the third rock and roll marathon. Well, let's go to the high school scoreboard. We have to start off with national sports, and that's the Braves, because I know there are a lot of Braves fans here in Savannah, Georgia. Over there in Hillhead, Jason Hayward, a two-run single in the seventh inning. It proved to be the crucial hit. Uh, when Hanley Ramirez homed in the eighth inning to bring the Dodgers within a run, but Mike Minor was outstanding. He was outstanding, holding the Dodgers at bay all game long. The Atlanta's defense was great. And once again, Kimball comes in and shuts the door, and it's tied 1 1, and we'll have a game three tomorrow night the Dodgers against the Braves. Uh, golf, Doug Hansel, we talked about last week. He won the uh, United States Senior, uh, sorry, the United States Amateur Open. Wow. Doug Hansel of Savannah has been named the Southern Golf Association's National Amateur of the Month for September. He won the uh, USGA National Senior Amateur Championship uh, last week. All right, let's go to the scoreboard. Football, high school football, pigskin time. And remember, every Friday night right here on ESPN Radio, we have the high school game of the week. Last night we had Benedictine taking on Bryan County, two undefeated teams. Benedictine, defense, defense, defense. You know, I'm a coach. The old cliche, offense wins games and defense wins championships. This team, the Benedictine Cadets, has a defense that possibly could take them all the way to the Dome and to win everything. I'm going to say that right here. We've only got six games on our belt. There's four to go. But I'm telling you right now, I haven't seen a better defense this year then Benedictine Military Academy with cadets who are controlled by the man Danny Brett, who will be on here about 9.45, 9.46, talking about last night's victory. Thursday night, Thomas Hayward came to St. Andrews. Thomas Hayward victorious, 28-12. Last night, Benedictine over Bryan County, 39-6, over a beautiful T. Wright Stadium. Cadets had no control. I mean, you could tell right away in the first series, Ben Wright, Our Wetherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week last week picks off a pass, takes it 30 yards for a touchdown, and it was a game of mistakes. And uh, Bryan County had more mistakes than BC. And, uh, you know, Benedictine is very opportunistic, and uh, they took care of their opportunities and cashed in 39-6 Benedictine. Claxton, big fourth quarter for the the Claxton Tigers as they come in and they beat Savannah Christian 28-21. That's two losses in a row for the Red Raiders. That's our game of the week next week. Savannah Christian goes to Calvary. Big rivalry. South Effingham uh, takes on Cross Creek, goes to Cross Creek and wins 31-13. Palmetto Christian, all over. Bible Baptist 62-16. Bible Baptist now 3-3. Effingham takes on Windsor Forest and wins 46-0. Calvary goes to Country Day and wins 57 to 13. That's Calvary 57. Savannah Country Day 13. But more importantly, they retired. Stuart Sly's number, number five. Young man two years ago. Tragically, uh Taken away from us too soon in a car accident. And uh, they retired his jersey last night. He would have been a senior. Great kid. Uh, I mean, I don't know what more to say. I mean, Dustin dalphini from Calvary, same thing. They, Calvary did the same thing retiring his jersey. Just great kids taken too early from us. But Calvary beats Country Day 57-13. Bradwell beats Jenkins 45-32. Big win over there for the Bradwell Tigers. Uh, they've been making a statement. They held, uh, played tough last week against Effingham and lost 7-6. Richmond Hill. Takes on the Rebels of Groves. Groves comes in. Richmond Hill 41-6. And that's going to set up a big game because, uh, you know, Richmond Hill's looking at Ware County. Ware County's been the perennial team in that, that Region 5A. Uh, They're ninth, eighth in the state. Uh, Richmond Hill all over Glen Academy last week, 47-28. Nick Fitzgerald, our NMARC WJCL ESPN Radio Player of the Week for uh, last week, five touch rushing touchdowns, two passing. And uh, Glen Academy... Holds Ware County. They lose, but they hold them to 21 points. 21 19. Ware beats Glenn Academy. So Richmond Hill looking pretty, pretty right now for having a shot at that uh, region 3 5A title against Ware County. Uh, Don't count out the Rebels of Effingham. They haven't lost either in region play. in the South Carolina High School League, Battery Creek uh, takes on Bishop England. Bishop England, 17-0. Goose Creek all over Buford, 48-7. Hilton Head Christian beats Thomas Sumter, 54-14. Hilton Head, Hilton Head undefeated, 6-0 now. They beat Stahl, 35-14. Hilton Head Seahawks undefeated. Hilton Head Prep beats Calhoun Academy, 39-21. And Rich Lynn Hardyville, 49 40- to 7 over Academic Magnet. Don't forget tonight we have a 7 o'clock matinee. Well, not a matinee. 7, 7 o'clock early game. If it was a matinee, it would be in the afternoon. Uh, Bethesda goes to Garden City to face the Blue Thunder of Memorial Day Schools. Blue Thunder, uh, Memorial Day School, Blue Thunder. It's their homecoming. They play 8 out of their 10 games in a row. This is one of their home games at Garden City, 7 o'clock. Bethesda against Memorial Day. Uh, We got a lot going on. We got high school softball. Now going into the playoffs, we got volleyball wrapping up their uh, season. St. Vincent's captures the area. Two double-A title. Way to go, Dorn, Odom, and the Lady Saints. So we'll be getting into that. We'll get into that wrap-up. But once again, this cannot be possible without my sponsor, Optum Orthopedics. They have 26 of the best-trained Orthopedic surgeons in the region, they have a full-service outpatient surgery center, digital MRI, x-ray services, physical therapy, hand therapy in one convenient location. Optum Orthopedics is your best choice for comprehensive orthopedic care. And remember, they support our local athletes and our local sports. The center is located at 210 Eastern Avenue, right here in beautiful Savannah, Georgia. Or you can visit them on the World Wide Web at www.optumhealth, That's optimhealth. Dot com. Next up, we're going to be talking a little volleyball with the head coach of the Panthers, the Savannah Arts Academy Panthers, Lady Panthers, who are 30-7. and 7. They've won their region. The uh, area tournament is next week, and that's the legendary old ball coach himself, Jim Olsen. You're listening to the Call of the Masters Sports Report, brought to you by Optim Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. We'll be right back.
0: And now back to the Carl DeBassy Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics, on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM fourteen hundred and FM one hundred four point
1: three. <laughs> And I'm called Demasi. I'm glad you could join me, whether it's for this segment, for five segments, whatever it may be. I'm glad you got some interest in local sports. And today's show is presented to you by Optim Orthopedics. Remember, they're Dr. Lennon, patient-focused right here on ESPN Radio Savannah and Hill Ned, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. I know we're into football season, and I know it's big time down here in the South, and I love football more than anybody. I'm a head football coach. But you know what? There are other sports going on here, and there are other teams that are out there working just as hard cross-country, volleyball, um, softball, cross-country, volleyball. And you know what? They deserve some love, too. And uh, this next guy, I had the pleasure of coaching against when I came down here to Savannah, Georgia. First at Jenkins and then at Groves High School. And the man loves the kids around here. The man loves sports. I mean, great job over at Johnson High School. Uh, one, of, one of the best jobs before they finally made it to the playoffs last year. And he's over at the Arts Academy now. He does the wrestling. He does the tennis. He does the track. He does the volleyball. Just give him a hat. He'll do anything you want him to do. And that's, of course, the head volleyball coach of the Savannah Arts Academy Lady Panthers, and he's joining us now on the ESPN Radio Savannah AM 1400, 104.3 FM hotline on a beautiful Saturday morning, the old ball coach, as I like to call him, Mr. Jim Olsen. What's up, Jim? Not much. I do, Carl? Hey, Jim, are you there, Jim? Where am I at right now? <laughs> I'm down. Well, I guess we got a couple, uh, little uh, technical difficulty there right now, but uh, I don't hear Jim on the phone, so uh, we'll me? try and get in touch with him. Um, So I know he's out there working. I don't know if his phone uh, disconnected, but we'll try and get back to him. But that's Jim Olson of the Savannah Arts Academy right now. They're 30 and and 7. They're 12 and 0 in the region. And let's see, we might have him online again. Jim, are you there? You got me? Coach Olson. are you there? Can you hear me now? (laughs) The the old, uh... Carl. There you go, Jim. What's up? Man, I've been hearing you, but you haven't got me. You know, you know, you know how it is. It's live radio. Technical difficulty. I don't know what buttons I'm pushing. So, hey, I must have pushed the right button because you're here right now, boss. All right, I'm downtown in Savannah, just doing some uh, some work with those Savannah tours right now. Hey, I mean, you're the jack of all trades, but I'm telling you right now, you've coached football, you've coached wrestling, you've coached soccer, you've coached tennis track. Now you got the volleyball team over there at the uh, Arts Academy, and I'm telling you right now, Jim, 30-7, 12-0 in region, you guys are taking care of business. Tell, tell us, what do you get out of coaching volleyball now? I mean, because you're like me, you'll coach anything because you love coaching, but tell us about your experience with this volleyball team. Well, first of all,
2: I'm going to have to give a lot of credit to my father being he was a student of all, of all sports, so he told me to keep the door open to everything. So when um, I was working with that Russian one summer, and I got hooked to it, and it gives me just as much of a, a rush as football does, and it's just exciting. And working with the girls, is, 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 it's just great. So working with Savannah Arts and truthfully, uh, a great experience.
1: Well, you said you love working with these girls. Tell, tell us about these girls. I mean, you're 30 and seven. You're a 12 and 0 region. You won every game in the region. You had a couple of close matches, but you, you're, you're 12 and 0. I mean, tell us about the girls. Tell yeah, us. Yeah, we're not
2: quite, quite 12 and 0 yet. We got two more region matches coming up, but um, we're 10 and 0. Uh, the girls, the girls have been really super. Uh, they've been working hard this year. Uh, I got a young group actually. A lot of sophomores on the team, and I expect them to do well. Within the next couple of years, and this year we have um, Anna Gerps, which you've been talking to a little bit, and we got Mackenzie Collins, Reagan Smith, Sharon Ruffier. They all work well. They all work well together, and that's the true thing about the team is working and coming together as as, as a group of girls.
1: Well, it seems like they, they really love playing together, and they're doing a great job. And uh, Now, let, let me ask this thing, Coach, because you've been around as long as I have. Now, you're playing Region 3-5. Uh, you're playing Region 3. Uh, or you're playing AAA. Region 1-3-A, th- right. Region 1-3-A. I know. They, they, they switch all the regions when they get to different sports. Uh, tell, tell us what it's going to be like getting into the playoffs. How do you foresee your team? Uh, what do you, what do you there are your chances are on the state playoffs?
2: Well, well, first of all, we gotta get to the region tournament, uh, you know, with Beach, uh, Southeast Bullock, Islands, and Johnston, those are the main teams I would say that are gonna compete with the region championship. And then getting into the, uh, state, it's, it's, uh, roll of the dice. It all depends who you're lined up with. I have looked ahead. I think we're lined up with, I wanna say Region 8, which, uh, I'm not really sure who's all in there, but, um, uh, we have some home matches. I, I like our chances.
1: Now, tell us about how did how, how did they uh, did they refurbish that gym, or as the the gym is known as the pit? How, what's it like over there playing at Savannah Arts Academy in that old old big old time gym where the pit pit is sunk and the stands are above you? What's it like playing in there? It,
2: it gets you a little crazy, you know how it echoes in there. Girl? Um it's it's a great gym to play in. It's just like that. It's, not, it's fun? It's just super because uh, the kids come in and support you. We get the today. it's really loud and noisy, and, and you can't hear anything. So it's a great advantage if we can get home matches during this big playoff.
1: I remember many years ago when I was coaching at Jenkins High School, we had to play Savannah High there. I used to hide under the corner there because I didn't want anybody throwing things on top of me. I mean, the people are st- sitting right on top of you, and you and I can relate to this because way back when, when we were in high school, we played in gyms like this. It's just a great atmosphere. Yes, it is. its
2: um, back then, if there was Santa Ana Beach playing basketball, you better come at 4 o'clock because if not, you're not going to get a seat. Uh, this, right now with our with our faculty and our our kids, they come and support us, and, and we push it. We put out posters and signs. we got senior night coming up Tuesday for the girls. So at that time, it will be packed, and the kids paint themselves, whatever. It's just crazy. Uh, we've, been, we've played a couple times uh, for senior night. We went over at Island's and their senior night. It was a great night for both schools.
1: I mean, I, I, I could vouch for it. The volleyball in public school has really, really improved. I had to work the gate there because there were people. Now, this is a vi- volleyball game, people. This is a volleyball game. There were people uh, lying out in the parking lot waiting to get into this volleyball uh, match. J- Jim, how has how this grown? Why such a big crowds come to these volleyball games now?
2: Well, it's just it's intensified, um, not just with islands and so forth. I mean, with Johnson, Johnson's really worked all hard. Brandon Lindsay over there has pushed them. Uh, Southeast Bullock's really looking good. Um, they've played us pretty well lately. And so has Beach, Coach Cummings over there, and the young lady who helped them out. Uh, it's just really picked up a lot compared to what it used to be. So yeah, it's just a matter of getting the right girls, and the right coach pushing you.
1: Well, you know, you're coaching the girls now during the high school volleyball season. Do a lot of your girls play outside of the high school volleyball season? Do you think that might make a big difference around here? Club Savannah makes a big difference. If they can get on
2: Club Savannah during the offseason, it's like anything, Carl. You know, if you work year-round, every sports year-round now, it all depends on how much you actually you work in and push and forth your, your, your sport. Um, every coach needs to try to get these girls or guys Involved in their sports during the off season. It's just, it's just a common thing
1: nowadays. Well, Jim, I know we're up against the clock. I couldn't we, I couldn't, uh, you know, get it, get us hooked up quick enough. We got about a minute to go. Overall, you've been doing this now three or four years at Savannah Arts Academy. What's been the most rewarding about coaching girls volleyball?
2: <laughs> it, it's, it's totally different than guys. It's, um, it, it's a different, it, it's a different course. Uh, you just really have to. How how you explain it? Where girls are more emotional, and hey, you just have to handle them with gloves. Sometimes it's tough. For guys, you can you can get into maybe a little bit harder. Girls um, don't they don't respond as well.
1: Yeah, but you know what? I've noticed, and I, I think you'll agree with this point. The guys will question what you're saying, your your strategy, but the girls will run through the wall for you.
2: Oh, they will. The girls are running the wall for you. It's just a little tougher. Um it, it the girls are totally a little different. And it's just you know, something that, you know, hopefully I can get better at, uh, handling handling their emotional it, it's totally different.
1: It definitely is, because I've been on the side of basketball court for 17 years coaching girls' basketball. It definitely is uh, different, but it's enjoyable. It, it's, it's refreshing to see the different side. Well, Jim, always a pleasure. I know when we see each other, we talk a lot. You're doing, doing a great job over there. Good luck with your next three matches. you got Southeast Bullock, Savannah High, and New Hampstead. Uh, you're, I, I got on Max Prep Sports. You're 12-0 uh, and 0 right now. Best of luck, and good luck in, uh, in the region tournament on uh, October 12th. I appreciate it, Carl. You're doing a great job. Keep up the good work, buddy. You'll take care now. Hey, have fun doing the tours. Show them where the go, Star. Hi, right, man. Thank you. Once again, Jim Olson, the head volleyball coach at Savannah Arts Academy, doing a great job. They're 30-7, and 7, and I do apologize. They're 12-0. Their region has not ended. Like I told you, St. Vincent's won their uh, region, a two-way region, and I just got... Clarify, clarified by Jim what region they're in. They're in three, uh they're in one three A and that's Savannah Arts Academy Beach, New Hampstead, uh, New Hampstead, Johnson, Savannah High, Islands High School. Islands High School's in second place, right behind the Arts Academy. Great job. A lot of fun watching high school volleyball. I'm telling you right now, and I'm not exaggerating, I was t- helping with the ticker taker at the last Island Savannah. Arts Academy game. The line was out in the parking lot at Islands High School. Great job by all the local teams, all the local teams. Well, next up, we'll be talking a little Sand baseball. Let's honor the Sand Nats. They did win the South Atlantic League baseball title this year with the president of Savannah, uh, Savannah Sand Nats, Mr. John Catch. You're listening to the Call of the Masters Sports Report, brought to you by Optimorthopedics Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. We'll be back talking a little... Baseball. And
0: now back to the Carl Demasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics, on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM fourteen hundred and
1: FM one
3: hundred (laughs) four point three.
1: Brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah and Hilton Head, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. And I'm Carl Demasi. I'm glad you could join me. Uh, we're trying to get in touch with Savannah Sandnats, President John Katz. So when we hook up with John, we'll come back and we'll talk to him about what's going on. I mean, just a great night with high school football last night. We had a lot of games going on. And I'm telling you right now, Benedictine, Benedictine has been... The top team this year, Savannah Christian's in the thick of it. I mean, yeah, they lost their uh, first region game, the Claxton, last night. They take on Calvary next Friday night, and that's the high school game of the week Fueled by MARC right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. And you know what? It, it, it's amazing that, you know, we're getting these teams now to step it up. Hey, i got to send out a big kudos to Bryan County and uh, Richmond Hill. These are two programs that have had not have not had many winning seasons, which is really unbelievable. But now they're both in the thick of it. Okay, okay. Uh, Richmond Hill is undefeated 6-0. and uh, Nick Fitzgerald is doing an unbelievable job. The quarterback. Turn, wide receiver turn quarterback, has been uh, looked at by a lot of major college teams. He's verbally committed to Mississippi State. Bryan County, I'm telling you right now, Mr. Scott, the running back, Nick Scott, for them is, is probably one of the best, best runners in the area. He had over 79 yards against B.C. in the first half, and then he wound up finishing with 110 yards on 23 carries. I mean, uh, B.C. shut him down in the second half. But, uh, you know, and Redskins had 152 yards on the ground and 70 yards passing. So he had most... Of the yardage for his team last night, that's Nick Scott. He's six foot, 205 pounds, just an unbelievable runner. And I'm telling you right now, they played Vidalia a couple of weeks ago, and we heard about Trey Hardy, a big Division One prospect. I'm telling you right now, Nick Scott from Bryan County could give that man a run for his money. I hope he gets picked up somewhere else. Calvary going 0-2 have rebounded now. They're they They've won their last three games. Big matchup next Friday night. Mark Stroud said they had to be a little more aggressive. They had to play harder. And his team has bought into that. Uh, Memorial Day School, once again, another Georgia Independent – they play in the Georgia Independent School Association, blowing teams away. Uh, big game tonight at Garden City Stadium. They don't play many home games. Uh, they play eight on the road, so this is their home game. It's a homecoming against Bethesda, which is a rivalry. So we could throw out all these scores and all the points and everything else, but when it comes to a rivalry – you you know it, it, there's a lot of emotion going on so that's really something impressive for tonight. Get out there seven o'clock Garden City State and hey Georgia plays at three thirty Georgia Tech three thirty Savannah State at one uh, Georgia Southern at three but they're all on the road so there's really not much football tonight here in Savannah Georgia so get over to Garden City and uh, check out the Memorial Day School Blue Thunder football team. Uh, I mean also we got open lines here we got open lines give us a call at nine two zero 4441. Let's hear about your favorite team. There's got to be a favorite team out there that you enjoy, uh, I mean, that you follow that I'm missing. I mean, I don't have all the stuff. I mean, I follow local sports very closely, and uh, this is what's all about local sports. Let's hear about your favorite team. Let's hear about your favorite player. Give us a call at 912-920-4441. Don't forget, we're doing something new now We are here at ESPN Radio Savannah. We also have the High School Football Player of the Week. And we have combined, or we have uh, joined up with, N Mark, who fuels our high school game day show, which is 3 to 6 every Friday, the guys from 3 and Out, Kevin Thomas, BJ Bennett and Matt Osborne go to a specific location and they do it just like college football. I'm telling you, if you got a chance to listen to it yesterday, those BC crazies love when these guys come out there. They had some little kid; it was his birthday. He, they asked him to come on, and he he made his prediction: BC a million to nothing. Now we knew that was going to happen, but it was really a a good game last night. You know, a lot of turnovers to start the game off. But anyway, I'm going off a tangent here. But uh, uh, we also started something new. We have the Enmark WJCL. ESPN Radio, high school player of the week. Frank Sikowski, the big guy from WJCL, is the main person behind this. You need to go to the coastal source, WJCL. Click on the N mark. Player of the Week sign and and vote for your favorite player. Nominate your favorite player. Who else had a big night last night? Besides Nick Scott, hey Michael Peterson over at, at uh Calvary. I think seven for nine passing, two hundred something yards, three or four touchdowns. I mean, so uh, you know, not he's he's already won Player of the Week. Okay, so far we had Khalil Lewis from. Hilton, he was our first one, and he ran for 317 yards in that game. Michael Peterson had like a game where he threw for over 256 yards. He was 11 for 12 passing. His only incompletion was a spike. Uh, then we went with um, uh, Ben Wright from uh, Benedictine, 10 tackles against Vidalia. Last night he had two interceptions, one for a touchdown. And then we had Nick Fitzgerald against Glenn Academy last week down there in Glenn County Stadium between the bricks. They call it between the twit bricks like we call it between the hedges up there in Sanford Stadium. And uh, five rushing touchdowns, two passing, another big night for the uh, Richmond Hill Wildcats. They beat Groves 41-6. So you can nominate your favorite player or who you think was player of the, uh, player of the game last night, Friday night, Thursday night. Uh, I think it was uh, Justin Smith for uh, Thomas Hayward ran for like 146 yards. You know, my stats aren't correct because I didn't make any notes on that, but I I don't nominate the players a week. I want people to nominate the players a week. I'm just off the top of my head. Like uh, we also do the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week. Let me have your nominations. We want to honor the good kids. We want you to be part of the show, and that's what it's all about. It's about the fans. It's about the players. It's about the coaches. We want to hear what you got to say. I know we can talk about the Braves all night long, and we're all big Braves fans now. And uh, I've totally adopted the Atlanta Braves now, even though, unless they play the New York Yankees, I'm going to root for the New York Yankees. But uh, I'm excited about the Atlanta Braves, and uh, that's what the show is about. Tell us about the local golf tournaments going on, the local tennis matches. I mean, give us a call. Give me an email at kmasi, D-E, M A S I very simple. Di at hotmail.com, and I, I want to know what you will think. Uh, give me go to my Facebook page, the call DeMasi Sports Report. Post something on there, or give me uh, give me a message uh, about something that needs to be done. Oglethorpe Speedway next weekend, big end of the year race. I mean, uh, so. Uh, Mr. Randall does a great job out there at Oglethorpe Speedway. Let's talk about race car driving. I'm race car drivers from Savannah, Georgia. That's what it's all about. And, uh, you know, it's all about local sports. And I'm sorry we couldn't get Savannah Sanette's president, John Katz, on the phone. Uh, I know he's coaching a lot of soccer with his kids. You know, he spends all summer long over there at. Grayson Stadium running the Savannah Sand Nats behind the scene and you know it's gets time to be with his kids. I can understand that. So it was hit and miss, but uh he does a great job. You know anything about John Katz, he loves the Savannah Sand Nats. he loves minor league baseball. I just hope they don't move. I know that was uh an article in the newspaper a couple of weeks ago that they you know might be out of here, the Mets might pull out. I hope not because you know, minor league baseball, high school sports. Uh, any college sports is really, really sports at its purest. And I hate to see it go. I hate to see it leave here in Savannah, Georgia. I hope I hope the San Nats sustain. Uh, and, you know, talking about things leaving Bacon Park, Stephen Weeks, Elmo Weeks, another great article in the Savannah Morning News about, well, he writes his column, Savannah Morning News, for the Savannah Morning News every, every Friday now or every Saturday now about golf. He's got a, a bunch of stories. But the city has received two submissions to manage Bacon Park. Go to Savannah... Morningnews.com, SavannahNow.com, go to sports, and you can read about Elmo Weeks' stories. Uh, He talks about Mark Silver's taking a second at the State Pro Tournament, Jack Hall advances to quarterfinals, Denny Nelson. I mean, you want to get all your golf news, just follow Stephen Weeks or Elmo Weeks' column every week. Well, we're up against a break here. We're going to come up. We're going to recap last night's game. The undefeated Benedictine Cadets taking on the undefeated Bryan County Redskins, but Benedictine remains undefeated, winning 39-6. And we have the man that roams the sidelines who has put some life and fire back into that program. And that's the head football coach, Danny Britton, next up right here on the Call of the Sports Sports presented to you by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. We'll be right back talking Benedictine military school football. <laughs>
0: And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optimal Orthopedics, on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3.
1: And I'm Carl DeMasi, and you're listening to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, presented to you by... Optum Orthopedics. Remember, it's the same great place, just a different name. Used to be the Southeastern Orthopedic Center. Now it's Optum Orthopedics right there at 210 Eastern End Avenue right here in Savannah, Georgia. And my show is right here on ESPN Radio Savannah AM 1400 104.3 FM. Well, you know, every week... Here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, we have the high school game of the week fueled by Enmark. This team made its third appearance on the show last night. Uh, We had them against uh, Effingham County. We had them against Vidalia and last night against Bryan County. And I'm just telling you right now, I said it before early in the show, I'll say it again. Offense wins games, defense wins championships. This has to be the best defense in the area this year right now. And the man is a defensive junkie. And, you know, he played up there at Georgia Southern. He he has a little of that irk. In his blood, because, you know, Eric coached the Junkyard Dogs to that 1980 national title up there at uh, Georgia. And he's joining us now on the ESPN Radio Savannah AM 1400, 104.3 FM hotline. Not the hot seat, Coach. And that's Danny Britt. Good morning, Danny. Good morning, Carl. How you doing? Hey, it's a Saturday morning, and I'm talking sports, and... Uh, you know me, I could talk sports all night long and it's a lot of fun watching you guys play and I know you got to be excited about this off to a 6-0 start. I mean, last night, once again, you're playing another undefeated team and you guys rose to the occasion. So let's let's hear your perspective about last night's game, Coach.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm very proud of the boys. I was a little concerned uh, with a little bit of a letdown and then the fact it was homecoming, but they came out responded very well and, and honestly, by... By uh, Thursday afternoon, I felt good. The seniors are just doing a great job uh, of keeping the team focused and and grounded, and uh, and they came out, and responded very well. So I'm very proud of them. <clears throat>
1: I mean, you know, and I know you, you love defense. You played defense in college. You played it in high school, and you're the defense coordinator. But I'm telling you, your defense is swarming. I mean, one time Nick Scott had the ball, and uh, well, I don't know if it was Nick Scott. I don't know if it was Rayquan Love or Jeremy McClendon, the the key guys for Bryan County. But they hit the corner, and I'm telling you, there was green. Down the sidelines, but next thing you know, there are nine, ten maroon helmets for a one yard gain. I mean, you guys are just flowing to the ball so good. What what what, what do you got these guys doing in practice that they do this? Well, we we preach it, teach it uh,
3: constantly. We constantly do what we call data drills, and uh, which means every time uh, every time the plays run, everybody has to get it to the ball. All eleven men have to get there. And um, they actually, uh, started very first game, uh, the, the uh, the, uh, linebackers started making them do it, uh, every single play in the game. So if you'll notice, the guys will, every single play, whether it's 40 yard pass downfield, what it is, the guys will, will all sprint to the ball and break it down on, on Gata and then, uh, and then go back and huddle up. So um they, we just preach it, they, they fall into it, they fly to the ball. So I'm, I'm proud of that.
1: Well, I'm telling you, another big night for Ben Wright. I mean, that I mean, I'm up in the booth. The next thing you know, uh, McClendon goes back to pass. He tries to throw it to the flat. Next thing you know, this all comes out of the air, grabs the ball and takes it for a 30-yard touchdown. He had another interception uh, later on in the game that he was looking to find a scene to get to the end zone, but you know, it got called back because of a penalty. But anyway, just another great night by Ben Wright playing that linebacker position or defensive back position. I think you got him listed at.
3: Yeah, he's uh, he's my strong safety. He, he did a great job on that first play. We actually didn't put him to the strong side, put him to the field because they were they were down in our boundary and we felt like they were fishing to do something up the field. So uh, so I put him up there and uh, he just made a tremendous athletic play, uh, which he does well. He he, he reads the quarterback. Extremely well from that position he jumped up that one hand and uh, and then once he was gone he's got very good speed uh, I didn't figure anybody could catch him so proud of him uh, it's just another it, it, it kind of defies Benedict to me uh, Ben uh, is an extremely smart um, student athlete and uh, and it proves uh, to be vital on the field he's uh, he does a great job uh, in everything he does and uh, and certainly uh, had another good game last night
1: I mean, uh, I'll give you a couple other names that really stood out last night defensively: Miles McGinty, uh, Jack Muller, uh, Williams, uh, Franklin. I mean, I mean, you, your defense really is—you know—they have some standout plays, but it's really, really uh, a, a, a solid unit, don't you think so?
3: Yeah, it was very, very solid unit, and that's—it's that's, it, kind of funny when we got back and we're watching them as coaches last night. You know, I think another reason why they fly the ball is because. Everybody, they figure, hey, I'm get my shot uh, when I can. I better make my tackles when I can. One, we we rotate uh, a pretty good bit of people in there, so they don't hit, you know, every single snap. They know that, so when they're in, they're like, hey, I better make it while I can. And two, you know, it, it, we tell them that it's not not about the individual or the position is, you know, putting the positions in and and in a and a. In a uh, uh position that they can make a play. So um uh, uh you know, they've done a good job and everybody's kinda of bought into the the discipline type system that we have.
1: Well, I, I know you look. I, well, let, let's go. Let's go. Let's talk about Bryan County Upstart program. Not many winning seasons, and uh, we talked early in the week, and you were worried about their athletes. Even though it was a thirty-nine to six ball game, and I know you were kind of worried about. They have some pretty good athletes over there, Coach. I mean, uh, Jeremy Clenden, uh, Raycon Love, four-four forty. That guy, he used the guy to score the touchdown to end the game. Uh, uh, Nick Scott's got to be one of the best runners in the area uh
3: definitely they they are very very good athletes. and Nick Scott uh, we noticed that again when we were watching the film uh Wooler, my offense coordinator said whether it was uh first play of the game or or it was 39 to to nothing at a time he was running just as hard the entire time uh he is he is one of the best uh runners in the uh in the region my certainly. Uh just very tough, fast, athletic, big, you know, the the total pack. Um and uh Ray you know, uh Ray Qu Ray Kwan, love absolutely fly. Uh they they have a number of good football players. Um uh in Dixon, uh number eight him them is just a, a very tough physical football player and seems like a what I read in the paper a very smart uh and nice kid too. So uh and uh, they've, they've got some very good athletes that, that it concerned me. And, and Coach Wilson's just done a great job. And, and, and those three guys we just mentioned I know have started uh, for, for three years at least, uh, Coach uh, Wilson, and um, have played a lot of football.
1: Well, those young men have gone through some tough times, some tough seasons. So, uh, all right, Coach, we got about the, about a minute and a half, a minute here to go. Uh, I know you're going to tell me. Uh, yeah, I know I preach this too. We take one game at a time. You're, you're six and zero oh in the region. You, ha- you, you got a very good, while well, a traditional, traditionally very good team in Toombs County, Bacon County, uh, McIntosh County, even Jeff Davis. I mean, you can't take too lightly. What does the rest of the year look like for the BC uh, Cadets down?
3: Well, you know, we just, and I know i know you get tired of hearing it, it's cliche, but uh, we're literally just going to worry about us. We're going to focus on each, each week at a time and try to get better and better and better. And uh, if we start worrying about anything else other than, than, than next week and, and becoming a better football team next week, we're going to trip up. We don't want to do that. So that's all we're going to do. We're going to focus on Monday's practice and how we can get better there and then uh, the rest to take care of itself.
1: Well, I mean, you're doing a great job. Quick question now: Toomes County, perennial playoff team. Uh, that's your next game. That's who you're worried about. Give us a quick thirty-second uh, insight on uh, Toombs County.
3: Well, they've got a, a, a new coach. Uh, they've got a uh, you know one of the best running backs in the league. Uh, I certainly feel like, and uh, and they always play good defense. Uh, coach uh, Jay Cravy uh, uh, runs that defense and, and does a very good job with it. Uh, so it's going to be another other another uh, good matchup so um we feel like we got them at home we 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 we, we there's a great atmosphere for high school football and I typically specifically uh really well at home so hopefully um we'll go out and play well
1: well, Coach, I'm glad that you find time on a Saturday morning to talk about last night's performance. Great job. Congratulations. Keep up the work, and uh, we'll be following you for the rest of the year. And, uh, you know, game games six through ten, like you're saying, you take one at a time, and, it, and it's 11 through 15. That's icing on the cake. I wish you the best of luck, and uh, I'll talk to you later. All right. Thank you, Coach. I appreciate it, but you're welcome. That's Danny Britt, the head football coach of Benedictine Military School. I mean, cadets off to a 6-0 start. Toombs County coming up next. They'll be playing at, at T. Wright Stadium on the campus of Savannah State. Beautiful facility to play high school football, to play college football. And I'll make this quick. On the road today, Savannah State goes to Norfolk State at 1 o'clock. Uh, Georgia Tech, uh, sorry, Georgia Southern's at Sanford at 3 o'clock. Georgia at Tennessee at 3.30. And uh, Georgia Tech at... Okay, uh, at Miami at 3.30. Next up, hour number two. Stay tuned. You've been listening to the Call Massey Sports Report. we got the Weatherstein Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, Anna Gerpch, coming in from Savannah Arts Academy, and we'll be talking South Effingham County High School Mustang softball with the man, good buddy of mine, had a chance to work with him for five years, Chuck Smith. You're listening to the, the Massey Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio, AM 1400, 104.3 FM.
0: This is the Carl DeMasi Sports Report.
1: Excited to be back here again to talk about local sports. I and mean, that's what the show's about, local sports. Sponsored by Optimal Orthopedics. You want to hear about your favorite local athlete, your favorite local team, your favorite local high school, middle school, Pop water football team, YMCA basketball team, City League. That's what it's all about. Let's talk about it. Let's let people know about it. On
0: ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. <laughs>
1: Good morning, Savannah and the Low Country. Welcome to hour number two of the Caldwell Massey Sports Report, brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah. A.M. 1400 and 104.3 FM. And I'm Carl Damasi. I'm glad you could join me. Beautiful day out here in Savannah, Georgia. Sun's out. I'm looking across the street at Hunter Army Airfield. And uh, I'm telling you right now, what a great day to get out there and do something athletically. We got a lot of people jogging around here in Savannah, Georgia, getting ready for the Rock and and Roll Marathon next week. Uh, A lot of little events going on throughout the whole week. And uh, once again, I'll hook up with Robert Espinoza, the man that's the race director from Fleet Feet Sports right here in Savannah, Georgia, and he'll give us a lowdown how that rock and roll marathon's going. If you want to sign uh, or you want to register to get into that marathon... It's one of the biggest marathons here in the United States. Uh, believe it or not, it fills up quicker. I think the only marathon to quick, fill up quicker than ours was the Philadelphia Marathon last year. So uh, once again, go to Fleet Feet Sports Savannah or FleetFeetSavannah.com and find a registration form and go uh, go from there. First hour, we did a great job. We talked to Danny Britt, the head coach of B.C. They were victorious last night over Bryan County, 39-6. to the six. We talked to the man that's been running the Lady Panthers volleyball program at Savannah Art Academy. The Savannah Arts Academy for the last five years, and that's Jim Olson doing a great job. They're off to a 30 and seven start. They're 12 and 0 in region play. They got three matches to go, and then the region tournament's October 12th. Uh, great job by the Lady Panthers, and then of course uh, we, we we didn't hook up with John Katz, but you know I might have wrote down the wrong phone number, or he might have forgot, but I don't think he forgot. I probably wrote down the wrong phone number. So, uh, but anyway. Uh, Remember, Savannah San won the Sally League, the South Atlantic League title this year, and hopefully they'll be staying here in Savannah, Georgia. Uh, They're not going to be pulling out because Grayson Stadium is historic. Minor League Baseball in this town is big time. It's been going on for a long time. I just hope they stay. In hour number two, we're talking in the first quarter right now. I'll give you a little high school uh, recap scores, what's going on in the national scene. Then in the next quarter, our second quarter of the second hour, we'll be talking to the Weathering Team Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week from the Savannah Arts Academy, Lady Panthers volleyball team, Junior, Anna Gerpsch, and then in quarter number three, we'll hook up with the South Effingham head softball coach, good friend of mine, always a lot of fun, very energetic, does a great job up there with his softball program, won a state title at Memorial Day School. Maybe he came up short, but I know he had a lot of, a lot of uh, success over Memorial Day school. And at Groves high school when he took the boys' basketball team to the state uh, quarterfinals. And that's Chuck Smith, homegrown boy from Savannah, Chuck Smith. And then we'll close out this show. High school scoreboard quick. The Braves, yes, my new adopted baseball team. Jason Hayward stroked a two-run single in the seventh inning. That proved to be crucial because Hanley Ramirez of the Dodgers home in the eighth to bring the Dodgers within a run. But Mike Miner... Strong start, great Atlanta defense, and, of course, Craig Kimball coming in out of the bullpen. Shuts him down for a 4-3 Braves win. We're tied at 1-1. Game three tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. In golf, we talked about this man last week, Doug Hansel winning the USGA National Senior Amateur Championship. While he is this month's Savannah Golf Sorry, the Southern Golf Association's National Amateur of the Month for September for winning the USGA National Senior Amateur Championship. High school football, Thursday night, Thomas Haywood beat St. Andrews 28-12. Last night, Benedictine beats Bryan County 39-6 to remain undefeated. They're 6-0. They take on Toombs County next week at T.A. Wright Stadium. Claxton beats Savannah Christian 28-21. And over there in Garden City, Christian travels to Calvary next week for our high school football game of the week, fueled by Enmark, right here on ESPN Radio. South Effingham beats Cross Creek, 33-13. Palmetto Christian beats Bible Baptist, 62-16. Effingham County beats Windsor Forest, 46 to nothing. Calvary over Country Day, 57-13. Great event last night at Country Day. They, were, they retired. Stuart Spay or Stu Sly's. Number, the quarterback from Savannah Country Day who was taken from us too early in his life, a uh, car accident. They retired as number five. Great, great ceremony. Uh, great kid. I mean, I had a chance to teach him. Uh, great kid. And just uh, too, too, too short, too short. Uh, Bradwell. Takes care of Jenkins, 45-32. Richmond Hill undefeated, 6-0. They beat Groves, 41-6. they 2-0 in region play. It's going to be setting up a big game with Ware County. Ware County is ranked 8th in AAA football. Richmond Hill making a name for himself. Coach uh, Lyman Guy and the rest of the group up there doing a great job. Uh, Richmond Hill, 41-6 over Groves. In the South Carolina High School League, Bishop England beats Battery Creek 17-0. Goose Creek beats Buford 48-7. Hilton Head Christian beats Thomas Sumter 54-14. Hilton Head, yes, the Seahawks are 6-0. They beat Stahl, that's right, that's what it is, Stahl, S-T-A-L, 35-14. Hilton Head Prep over Calhoun Academy 39-21. And Richland Hardyville beats Academic Magnet 40-7. Don't forget tonight. We do have a football game here tonight in Savannah, Georgia, just like we had a football game here last uh, Saturday in the afternoon. Well, we have a game tonight over at Garden City Stadium, okay, and it's the Memorial Day School Blue Thunder taking on Bethesda. It's a homecoming for Memorial Day School. They only play two home games the whole year. These guys are the road warriors, and they're in the state finals, the state semifinals every year in football. Michael Thompson does a great job. Uh, So, uh, you know, get over there. Watch the Blue Thunder, Mark Sussman, big backer of uh, high school sports here in Savannah, Georgia. Once again, Memorial Day School, 7 o'clock at Garden City Stadium, taking on Bethesda. Well, that's what I got as far as the local scene. Remember, this cannot be possible without my sponsor, Optim Orthopedics, with 26 of the best and finest trained orthopedic surgeons in the region. They have a full-service outpatient surgery center, digital MRI, x-ray services, physical therapy, hand therapy, in one convenient location. Optim Orthopedics is your best choice for comprehensive orthopedic care. And remember, they support our local athletes and our local sports. The center is located at 210 Eastern Avenue, right here in beautiful Savannah, Georgia. Or you can visit them on the World Wide Web at www.optumhealth.com. That's O-P-T-I-M-H-E-A-L-T-H, Optimhealth.com. Next up, we're going to be talking a little volleyball. Spread the love here for all the other sports besides football with the Weathering Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, Savannah Arts Academy Junior Volleyball Player, Anna Gertz, right here on ESPN Radio. you are listening to the Call Demasi Sports Report. We'll be right back for a little volleyball.
0: And now back to the Carl Demasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics, on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM fourteen hundred and FM one hundred four
1: point three. And today's show is brought to you by Optum Orthopedics. Remember, they're doctor. They're doctor-led and patient-focused right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. I'm called Damacy. I'm your host. We're into hour number two, or as I like to call it, game number two, quarter number two. This is one of my favorite parts is when we bring in the kids, the kids that have been doing great stuff out there on the volleyball court, the basketball court, the soccer field, the football field. I mean, the golf course. Hey, and this I'm serious about this. Please, if you have somebody, nominate them, okay? Nominate them for me. It makes it a lot easier on me. Uh, I, I follow high school sports very closely. It doesn't have to be just high school sports. It could be a college player. It could be middle school. It could be Pee Wee football. I mean, give me a call at 912-507-9158. That's 912-507-9158. Or email me at kdemasi, D-E-M-A-S-I, at hotmail.com. Facebook me at the Carl Massey Sports Report. Give me a message. I want to bring your kids on. I want you to pick these kids, and that's what it's all about. But I've been following the news, and uh, this team, like I told you, you know, has been off to a great start. I mean, they're thirty and seven. They played thirty-seven matches, won thirty out of the thirty-seven. They're sorry, twelve and zero region play. They still got three more to go. I have to be—I was corrected by Coach Olson, and I'm telling you right now, I try to do my best I can. But Olson, you know, Coach Olson coached that team. They got three matches left. They play uh, Southeast Bullock and Savannah High on Tuesday. Uh, sorry, they got. Three teams on Tuesday, uh, Southeast Bullock, Savannah High, New Hampstead. And, uh, uh, yeah, okay, well, I got that mixed up. But that's who they got left to play, okay? (laughs) And then, of course, the region tournament is next Saturday, October 12th and I'm pretty sure it's going to be played at New Hampstead, beautiful facility, brand new. But they're on a roll, and this lady's been one of the top players on the team, stat-wise. She, uh, you know, she's consistent. Uh, Coach Olsen said she, she has a great work ethic. She doesn't quit. She's a leader on the court, uh, you know, the volleyball court. And uh, right now she has 157 kills, or back in the old school days, spikes. I mean, she has a hitting percentage of over 406%. She has 51 blocks. She has, uh, sorry, Solo blocks, but total blocks, 107. One of the tops in the city. And uh, this week's Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week is Savannah Arts Academy Lady Panther volleyball player. She's only a junior. Anna Gerbs. Good morning, Anna. Hi. How's it going?
4: Great. How are you?
1: Hey, you know, I'm I'm here talking sports every Saturday, and this is one of the best parts of the show because I get to talk to good kids like you, and we get to talk about what's going on in the season, and you know, all about you and the sport you're playing. Now, you're six foot. Okay, which you're made for the sport, and it says you're the middle hitter, so, you know, if you know anything about volleyball, there's three people in the front, there's a left side, right side, and a middle hitter, and, uh, you know, 107 blocks, and that's basically what the middle hitter usually does, but she can spike. She has uh, over, uh, let me get back to my 71, no, that's uh, 157 spikes, so, you know, not too bad. I mean, it's just a great sport to watch. And I'm telling you, I know I'm saying this again, but the the other night when they came over to play Islands High School and I was helping the lady take the tickets and the line was out the door. I said, I better go in and help the person. It was unbelievable and, uh, you know, just a great atmosphere. And, uh, you know, this is all about you. When when did you start playing volleyball? What made you want to play volleyball?
4: I started playing volleyball in sixth grade. Uh, My mom uh, played professionally in college. So she really wanted me to do it. And I went out and did it and I loved it. So... So she, her mom, has a little, uh, little
1: volleyball experience in her, eh?
4: Yeah, she played Indiana State.
1: Wow, does she critique you?
4: Yeah, a little too much, but. In,
1: Indiana State, the Sycamores. Yep. Not many people know that. They know about Indiana, the Hoosiers, but uh, the Sycamores. Larry Bird is the famous player out of French Lick, Indiana. But I mean, college volleyball, big time, Indiana State, and uh, you started when you're six years old. Now, th- now, what do you like the most about it? I mean, we got, uh, we got 100. I got to get my stats in front of me here. You got 157 kills or spikes. You got 107 blocks. I mean, what do you like about the sport so much?
4: Uh, There's nothing like the team. We're all so close, and you know, if anyone messes up, we're all there. We're all really close friends. So if someone messes up, it's like, hey, it's okay. You know, get back in there. And then there's really nothing like getting a great hit or a great block. It's just like the feeling you get. Your team gets so energized. It's, like, one of the best feelings.
1: Well, we hear so much about the great hits in football or the great shots in the last second in basketball. I mean, when you, when you, when you kill the ball and the other team can't return it, I mean, it's got to be something special. And it's not just you doing it alone because you have other people helping you out, too, right?
4: All right. you got to get a good pass, a good set, and then you get the good hit. And that just wraps it up. Everyone's crazy screaming. It's so fun.
1: Now, as as far as Anna goes, like you said, you've been playing volleyball since you six. Mom was a college player. I mean, th- there's got to be a routine uh, that makes you a better volleyball player. What routine do you uh, do? You play club volleyball. What routine do you use to get to be better at your sport?
4: Yeah, I play with Club Savannah, and um, I do try to run a little bit. You know, my mom works with me at home sometimes. Just all that kind of stuff together.
1: Now, as far as club as far as club volleyball goes, is there a big difference between high school volleyball and club volleyball?
4: Oh yeah, the play is way higher level, and the coaches are fantastic. Um, I had last season, I had Will Condon, who's the head Armstrong volleyball coach, and he was great. And I played with a lot of Spanish Christian players in Richmond Hill, and we just had a really great team. And you get a lot better playing with better people.
1: Well, I mean, Will Conan, you can't say anything about that because Armstrong Volleyball, year in, year out, is one of the best programs yeah. around. I know it's only, only Division Two, but, yeah, I mean, it, it really is good volleyball. Now, uh, you know, as coaches, we like to set goals, making the state playoffs, winning the championship. And I know I ask my players... For them to, uh, you know, get a personal goal. What do you want to do this season? Have you set up any, did you set up any personal goals for this season?
4: This season I really just wanted to improve from last season. Last season I started, but this season I really wanted to make a huge difference on the court and be like a leader. And I've definitely, I've gotten at least 30 more hits, 30 more blocks, so I think I'm, Doing really well with that, and it feels really good. <laughs> now, I mean, that definitely—I
1: mean, you're already improved on your stats. You feel like you're a better player, and your coach says you're—you you really, you're really into it. You're, you, you like what you're doing. But you know, let's—you talked about the girls on a team. Now, did you guys come together and set a team goal, or the coaches set it up for you?
4: Yeah, we definitely all have a team goal. Uh, last year, we got second place in the regional championships, which is a big letdown. But uh, this year, we're undefeated, so I think we're making a good run towards winning regions. And then uh, we also got to uh, the second round of state last year, and we'd like to get to third, at least. So yeah, That, that, have-
1: that would be the quarterfinals. That would be pretty sweet, having a, a public school, because we, we really don't hear many... Well, we really haven't had a public school... I wanna when the last time a public school made it that far in the state volleyball right. playoffs. I mean, Jenkins was very good for a while there, but we always hear about St. Vincent's, Christian, Calvary. I mean, you play with all those girls, too, so you know what it takes. Um, now, you know, here's your chance to throw out some uh, kudos to your teammates. Uh, anybody special or everybody? What, how do you want to do this, Anna?
4: Let's see. Our setter, Sharon Ruthier, she's a senior. She's doing really well this season. She's great at volleyball. And then uh, one of my... Junior friends. She's a hitter. Her name is Morgan Lockett. She's really good up there. Um, we've got uh, we've got a lot of good sophomores on the team this year. Reagan Smith, who plays uh, hitter outside, and she does back row. Emily Dougherty, who plays middle with me, and she does back row. Uh, Mackenzie Collins, who plays opposite and back row. <laughs> So yeah, we have a lot of strong players on our team this year.
1: And once again, you're listening to Carl Demasi Sports Report. This is Carl Demasi. We're in our Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week quarter, and uh, we have on Savannah Arts Academy Junior Volleyball Player Anna Gerbch. And uh, I mean, not not to put you, you on your spot, but Coach said there are a lot of young girls on a team. I mean, how, how does that work? You got older girls, younger girls. How do you guys come together? And you know, because we know the seniors always think they're the, you know they the oldest and they're gonna do what you know they're gonna lead, and the juniors are trying to find out where they fit in. But you got a lot of younger girls too stepping up.
4: Yeah, the whole seniority thing. My freshman year, it was really intense. You know, it was freshmen and sophomores, and then juniors and seniors were their own thing. But this year, since we have so many talented sophomores, um, there's not really any boundaries between us. We don't really get that sense of, I'm older than you, so I'm better than you. It's all... I, I like it more. It's all we're really close and
1: it's a team thing, which is exactly. great. And you know, you're talking about team thing. You have to have a coach or coaches to lead you in that way. Now, I know I didn't put this on the questions that I wanted to ask you, and uh, I just want to get your uh, your take on Coach Olson and Coach Williams.
4: So, Coach Olson's our main coach. He's probably one of the quirkiest guys i know like we're all doing all this crazy stuff on the court and he just like dances or something on the side we're like what are you doing but um yeah he gets uh he gets a little mad at us sometimes but at the end of the day he really just wants what's best for us as a team individually and he knows the potential that we all have and he really he's a really big part of helping us reach that potential and then our assistant coach dane williams is uh He's a soccer guy, but uh, he's really good at motivating us. And he's—I really like having a second coach out there. He's always like, "All right, guys, let's go!" And he's always rooting for us, and it's really—it's
1: really fun. So they—they they make a good team, Coach Olson, and Coach right, Williams. Yeah. So that's—that's that's great. Now, now let's throw out the, uh, the the volleyball now. And you're in the arts academy. Uh, do you participate in any other extracurricular activities outside of athletics, or is it all about volleyball?
4: I do FBLA, which is Future Business Leaders of America. And then I'm also in the National Honor Society and the National English Honor Society.
1: Now, do you feel yourself getting pulled by those organizations or it's volleyball first and then whatever you can do with those? Volleyball or?
4: is definitely first. But, uh, yeah, when volleyball is over, I'll be really involved in all three of those.
1: And National Honor Society, you have to have at least some schools, 85 average, some schools, 88, some 90s. So you have to really keep up your grades, too, to be in National Honor Society. And a lot of colleges look for that and look mm-hmm. for your uh, outside extracurricular activities besides what you do uh, in the classroom. Now, uh, as far as volleyball goes, that's the only sport you play in high school?
4: Right, yeah. I played soccer freshman year, but when I started doing club last year, I had to quit soccer.
1: So, and you, you're doing it traveling. What does high school sports mean to you? What is high yeah. school volleyball, what does it mean to Anna?
4: High school sports is just, especially volleyball, it's just like a way to get through your day. Like, if you're <laughs> in class, you know, and you're just like, oh my gosh, what are we doing? But then, oh, we have a volleyball game later, and it's just something to look forward to, and if it's something you really enjoy, it's just... Gives you a much. You're more excited to go to school and do well for your team. Now you're only you're only a junior, okay, and you know you, you still got another year
1: behind. What, what's your future plans? College volleyball? Any specific college you want to go to? I'd what like, are you looking at?
4: I'd like to go to UGA, but the chances of playing volleyball at UGA are very slim. Uh, so if I'm I'm sure if I played college volleyball, which I am interested in, I'd probably go to a smaller school like Georgia Southern or something like that. But if I went to UGA, I'd want to go into, like, the School of Business or something like that.
1: So, well, uh, you know, and we're, we're wrapping <laughs> up here. And I, I know uh, I have a typo here from a previous winner. But, you know, whats what, is, what uh, three years now, two and a half years you've been at the Arts Academy. What's your greatest memory of Savannah Arts Academy right now?
4: So uh, my greatest memory is actually to do with volleyball. We have a thing at our school called Senior Night, which I guess is at every school. But at our school, Savannah uh, Arts, we don't have football. So our main event is actually our volleyball senior night, and probably at least 200 kids come out, and everyone's the guys aren't wearing shirts, and all the girls are in sports bras, and everyone just paints up, and everyone's making signs and screaming. So it's your
1: game day, which is is understandable. You don't have football, you don't have basketball, so it's your game day. That's pretty exciting.
4: Yeah, it's awesome.
1: It's a lot of fun, though, eh? So, well, you got one more year to go, and it'll be your senior night. But she's only a junior, and she's had an outstanding season. And she's uh, very intense. She loves the game. She uh, is one of the leaders on the Savannah Arts Academy volleyball team right now. They're 30 and seven. They're 12 and 0 in region play. They got three to go in the region tournament next week. But this week's Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week for October 5th is Anna Gerpsch from Savannah Arts Academy. Keep it the great work, and uh, you never know. Next year, you're back here again. Oh, you, you might be going to a bigger school. You know, don't set you don't set your dreams. Uh, I mean, you never work, know what can happen in a year. Great job, Anna. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Okay, reach across here. There we go. And that's Anna Gerps. Remember, the Savannah Arts Academy Lady Volleyball team is 30-7. and seven. Uh, They are 12-0 region play. they got three more region games to go, and then the region tournament is next Saturday, uh, October 12th at New Hampstead, and they have their goal set to win the region tournament. Well, next up, we'll talk a little Mustang softball, South Effingham Mustang softball with the coach himself, Chuck Smith, you're listening to the Call of the Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM at 104.3 FM. But I have to give out a big shout out to Dr. Bart Wetherington, because without him, this segment wouldn't happen. And uh, he, he loves high school sports. He's a big uh, athletic uh, backer there at Calvary Day School, but remember, your back hurts, another body part hurts all the time, it makes you mad, the pain drives you crazy, you just want to pick up something and throw it across the room if you can, while at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic, you get complete chiropractic care, pain relief to help you move better, have a less painful life, and of course, achieve a healthier life. So visit Dr. Bart Weatherington at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic, located at the corner of 70th Avenue and Waters Avenue, right here in Savannah, Georgia, and he will help you with all your chiropractic needs. Next up, Mustang Softball. This is the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optim Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. We'll be right back.
0: And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optim Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah, Hilton Head, AM 1400
3: and FM 104.3. <laughs>
1: And I'm Carl Massey. I'm glad you could join me for the Carl Demasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics. Remember, they're doctor-led and patient-focused. Same great place, just a new name. Used to be Southeast Orthopedic Center. Now it's Optimal Orthopedics right there at 210 East Durant Avenue. And it's all brought to you right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. And i got to thank Anna Gerps for coming in. The Weatherington Team Chiropractic Clinic Athlete Week, Savannah Arts Academy, 30-7, and 12-0 in region play. Great Player, great middle hitter, a lot of blocks in the top categories in all the uh, stats. If you look in the Savannah Morning News from yesterday, great kid. And she's only a junior, and hopefully she'll be back here next year when she hopefully finds the college and she gets a college scholarship. Well, we, we're talking about softball now. We got football. We got cross country. We got uh, volleyball going on. And, of course, we got softball going on, and this program's been consistently one of the state uh, contenders in their uh Classification 4A, uh, they, they do a great job job over there in FM e. County, Effingham County High School and uh, South Effingham High School. Matt Huntley at Effingham County High School, Chuck Smith at South Effingham, and uh, right now they're six and zero in region play. Uh, they uh, only, you know, they're, 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 they're a young team. Uh, last year they made a great run in the playoffs, and it's always fun talking to this guy because uh, probably five or six of my best uh, coaching years happened where he was he was the boys' coach. I was the head football coach. We got along great. We shared athletes and uh, had a lot of fun. We still keep in touch. And uh, he's joining us now on the ESPN Radio, Savannah AM 1400, 104.3 FM hotline. Not hot seat, Coach Smith. And that's Chuck Smith. Good morning, Chuck. Good morning. Good to talk to
5: you again, Carl.
1: Hey, it's always a lot of fun. We get together and talk some uh, from sports and talk about kids and what's going on and so on and so forth. I mean, this is what, your fourth year up there, fifth year up there at South Evergreen High School? Um, my
5: fifth year, fifth year, and uh,
1: you five took good old... years. Five good years. <laughs> five good years. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you had six or seven good years at Groves too, there, buddy. <laughs> it was a lot, uh, a lot yes, of fun. Sir. But uh, so, tell us, uh, five years up there, and uh, how has the program grown? What have you seen this program b- become over the years? Besides being one of the perennial state playoff teams,
5: um, I, you know, I'm very involved in the rec as well as travel ball and the younger kids. And, I, you know, I'm out there all the time. So I, I see that, and I see the development of fundamentals and the things going on throughout, not just at the high school level, but, you know, we've got a great middle school program. Um, Coach Downs does a wonderful job there, great feeder program. Um, so and there's a lot of things that's going to, to allow for us to continue to be successful every year.
1: Now, Chuck, you've been doing this for a long time, just like I've been doing it in a long time. Do you think the difference is now that kids are playing at a younger age, playing more travel ball, getting more instruction than when we were growing up?
5: Oh, no doubt. I mean, you know, I hate to say, you know, they specialize. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm very big with my girls trying to tell them to play different sports, not just one. Um, but, yes, I mean, when you're playing 100 games versus playing, you know, 10 games of rec and then turn around and trying to play, I mean, there's a big difference there, huge difference.
1: Now, how about, you know, a huge difference in your region play? Now, your 6-0 in region play, uh, you're, you beat uh, Wayne County, who's been one of the better teams in the area. As far as your region go, goes, how does that prepare you for the state playoffs? Oh,
5: well, you know, our region has gotten a lot stronger. Liberty County's picked up, and um, two new girls have come over there. Um, and they've got two solid pitchers. So that's really, really helped out things. Um, of course, yes, you're right, Wayne County is our biggest rival. Um, they, they're a solid team. Um, it's always a big game. Everybody gets pumped up and fired up right before the game. But, you know, the play of Liberty has also helped us out tremendously getting this ready because they've, they've got two solid pitchers. So the more you can see good pitching, the better off you're
1: going to be. <laughs> but you're talking about good pitching and uh, be, becoming solid. Now, I've always believed that, you know, I got the opportunity to coach five years of uh, fast pitch softball up in New York. And, uh, you know, I didn't believe it because coming from baseball, you know, baseball, you have to have everybody around. But in softball, they say if you don't have a solid middle, which is your pitcher, your catcher, your shortstop, second baseman, you're going to be in a lot of trouble. How much does pitching mean to the game of fast pitch softball?
5: Well, I mean, you know, if you've got good pitching, and it doesn't necessarily have to be the fastest, um, you know, you've got to be able to hit your spots. Um, it's, it's really big on being able to work it in, work it out, um, putting the ball where you want it, um, and, and allowing our defense to have the best chance to be successful. Um, but, yes, pitching, you know, if you've got somebody who's sending seventy out and out, <laughs> your defense isn't having to work too much. But in most cases, you know, it's, it's, it's crucial that they're able to have a little bit of speed, there's key strikeouts when you need them in crucial situations. Um, it sets you up so your catcher has an opportunity to throw somebody out um, and, and hit those spots. Um, and I'm very blessed. I've got a phenomenal um, pitching coach, Randy Cox, um, and she's been with me for the last five years too. And it's, it has really been a blessing.
1: Well, behind every good coach is a good assistant. You know that from your years coaching all the sports you've coached. Now, let's talk about your girls now. I mean, you're talking about pitching. Who stepped up and uh, towed the rubber for you this year that's making a big difference for the Mustangs? I'm
5: sorry to talk for me to hear you. you talking about who's on the mound?
1: Yeah, who stepped, who stepped up and has been, been your key pitcher and okay, your yes, key pitches? Same
5: girl. Uh, she pitched for us last year, Olivia Lovrens. Um, she stepped up as a sophomore last year, and I believe she had like 27 or 28 wins last year. Wow! Um, and she's back on the mound. She's a junior, um, and she's you know she's she's starting to really find her groove um, and pitching well. She she likes the big game. You know, you've got some girls that are good pitchers, and then some that are good in championship games, and and she seems to really shine in the big moments. And you
1: know, we, we're talking about your pitching now. How about catching and the other? Uh, players are your team who stepped up for the Mustangs? Oh, in catching, we've we've kind of gone rotation
5: with Lauren Moss and Naomi Sapp, both of them. Uh, we lost a very good catcher last year, and then we've kind of you know been going that route. Um, we've had to fill a lot of holes this year. We we had we had to get a new catcher, uh, a new first baseman, a new second baseman, outfielders. Um, so you know, I mean, we've replaced basically five on the team. So I'm I'm very pleased with with where we are right now at 19 and nine.
1: Well, I mean, you know, you had a very, very good senior group last year. Like you said, you lost a lot, and you're right in the thick of things. And, you know, you're coming down now. Your region schedule's over, right, Coach? That's
5: correct. Now we're at the, the top four teams are going, and we're in seed playing next week. We're, we're going to be matched up against Liberty, um, and Wayne County and Cross Creek are playing against one another. Those are the four teams coming out of our region.
1: And who makes the playoffs, the, the two teams that win?
5: No, uh, all four of us are in the playoffs. Now we're playing to see who is gonna be the one, two, three, or four going into the state playoffs.
1: Okay, so it it's the seeding position. Okay, so who's gonna be number one, who's gonna be number two, number three, number four? And what do you what do you think your chances are for you guys winding up being a number one seed? Um,
5: if we take care of business, I like our chances. You know, that's what I've told them. We're not gonna worry about everybody else. We gotta focus on us. Um, and just focus on the process and quit worrying about Everything that could have been should have been. Let's just focus on us. Every at bat, going there. If we do that, we'll be all right.
1: Now you used to have uh, you used to have play a big game uh, with your crosstown rivals when you guys both were in the same region, same conference. Now you're both out of the same region, but it's still big time when you play Effingham. So tell us tell us what the experience is like not playing them during a region season.
5: Oh, with FM, yeah, it's always a great game. I mean, it brings out you know three, four, five hundred people to the game, and everybody's pumped up. And I like Effingham's chances. They've got they've got a solid pitcher in Morgan Duff, and and they've got a very very good hitter, one of the best hitters around this area, Shelby Wilson. Um, you know, they've they've got a solid team. Um, so I, I'm hoping, and I, will, I you know, I get along real well with Matt Huntley. We talk all the time, and. I kind of like that we're not in the same region anymore. That way it makes the game fun and we're not knocking each other out and that kind of thing. So it makes the rivalry, but at the same time, like last year when they were playing Northgate to go to the, to Columbus, you know, on a Saturday, all of our kids were out there cheering them on. So I think that's a great thing that we're all supporting and everybody's in it together throughout the, throughout the county.
1: Well, Chuck, you're doing a great job. You're at another school. You did a great job at Memorial. You did a great job at Thomas Hayward. Uh, Groves High School, now you're up there in South Effingham. Keep it the great work. Always a lot of fun to talk to you, and good luck next uh, Tuesday night in the uh, crossover play with Liberty County. And uh, as you like to say, go Mustangs. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Thanks for
5: calling me, and, I, and I, I've enjoyed it. Appreciate it, buddy. Good talking to you.
1: Chuck, always a pleasure. Keep me on top of what's going on. Let's uh, make sure we spread the news about Lady Mustang softball.
5: All right, buddy. Have a good one. Chuck Smith,
1: the head coach of South FAM High School, Lady Mustangs softball. 6-0 region play. They're playing their crossover games, their seeding games, which are crossover games. Next Tuesday night, they take on Liberty County in Hinesville. Wish the uh, Lady Mustangs going on a road, bring home a victory, and uh, hopefully wind up with a number one seed. Well, great show. Goes Quick, we got to wrap it up. We'll be back with our closing comments and talk about local college football with no other than the producer of the show and the producer, well, the man of his own show, the high school pregame show, and that's P.J. Zuko coming up next right here on the Caldwell Demasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. We'll be right back to close out the show.
0: And now back to the Carl Demasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics, on ESPN Radio Savannah, Hilton Head, AM fourteen hundred
1: and FM one
6: hundred (laughs) four point three.
1: And you're all listening to the Carl Sports Sportsbook, brought to you by Optim Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio, AM 1400 and 104.3F. And, of course, it's presented by Optum Orthopedics. And I, I just got off on a tangent there, and I'm just looking at the uh, college scoreboard, and we got co- local college football teams here that we're excited about. We got Savannah State going to Norfolk State at 1 o'clock. We got Georgia Tech going to Miami, Georgia T- going to Tennessee, Georgia Southern going to Sanford. I mean, uh, we got a lot of big games uh, on. On the uh, the uh, NCAA football schedule, but uh, what, what bothers me the most is Air Force against Navy, and of course the government shutdown. I know it's sports. I know sports isn't about life and death, but why why are you taking away taking this away from these kids? But we had uh, we had a big back come up with the money, and the game's going to go on off. Air Force against Navy today, and it's just amazing what goes on and how how the government is trying to control everything, and even in sports. And I know this guy follows college football and high school football as much as I do. He does his you know pregame show every uh, every Thursday. Now it was moved back to Wednesday this week, and uh, he's the producer of this Saturday morning show. And that's PJ Zuko, PJ that PJ. And I know you're a young guy. I'm an older guy. It's just unbelievable what the government does sometimes.
6: Oh, I totally agree. Uh, my my dad is very, very into politics and follows it very well. Uh, a Navy guy himself, retired twenty two years in the Navy. So, um, I, I, I'm following with uh, what, what's going on. And is it would have been crazy if this game would have been shut down? Luckily, it isn't. I'm just thankful we have uh, we have some college football to kind of take our mind off things here this Saturday. But that's what sports is all about. We 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 fall in love with sports, and you know it it makes it a simpler time. It takes,
1: it escapes us from the real world. I mean. it takes away from I remember 9-11 and you know me losing you know a dear friend but you know we had a game to play Saturday and George Bush telling us you know life goes on we're not going to make let us let them stop the American way and then we got the government trying to pull this stuff now I mean it's simply ridiculous and you know of course like I said you know a lot of people you know probably could care less that I'm talking about the Air Force Navy game but for them to do something like that I mean it's just amazing but I'm glad someone stepped up and someone said that you know they'll we'll take care of this but what's going to happen Next week, that's what really, really bothers me.
6: Yeah, yeah. I guess we'll see. And, and I'm very thankful we have football, just and things like that, sports, to kind of take our mind off it. Not to, not to totally take our mind off it and say that we don't care about it, and then not pick it back up when we're done watching. But just something that we can enjoy for a little bit, enjoy for a day, and then at the end of the day, you know, you still got to focus on what's going on uh, around the world, obviously, and, and you gotta, you know, educate yourself in that. Uh, also, right. but for for these couple hours, uh, every Saturday, we, we were able to watch football and, and kind of enjoy and have a good time. So I'm just thankful we got it this Saturday. And Air Force at Navy, I'll definitely be watching that game as my whole family's a, a Navy family. So I'm very excited this, that this game is still going on.
1: And I'm not leaving out Army, who Army is taking on Boston College. And I know there, you know, if you don't think I'm top of this, I know there are close to 800,000 government employees out of work with no pay. But you know what? It's the government's fault. It's the politicians fault. Let's just come together and work together for this country and stop worrying about everybody else's problems like Iraq and Syria and everything. Let's take care of our own. That's what Americans were all about way back when we took care of our own and we don't do that anymore. And that's the problem. That's what makes me so mad about this one little example. Take care of our own. Our military people this takes their mind away from it, but, you know, I'm going off on a tangent here, but I, it just bothered me all week that something like this would happen, and uh, I know there. and one of my dear friends works for the government, and he's been out of work three or four days right now, and, you know, it's it's—okay. P.J., tell me, let's go to the scoreboard, P.J. <laughs> I'm going off on a tangent here, okay? And, uh, but anyway, we've got some big games here in the state of Georgia. Let's start locally. Savannah State travels to Norfolk State. Savannah State has won one game. Uh, Norfolk State has won one game, and that's in the MEAC. What do you think is going to happen down at Norfolk State today?
6: Well, this is my thing. When you're coming off a close loss, you can either get disheartened with that close loss or you can come out the next week very mad and angry that you lost that game and put all your momentum and all your energy into the game that you're playing today. I mean, you look at uh, Georgia and Clemson. Georgia lost that close game to Clemson. They come out next week and, and, you know, dismantle South Carolina. So, I hope, and this is what this is my pick. I think Savannah State will answer that loss that they had last week. Even though Norfolk State is coming off a win, I think Savannah State comes out mad and picks up the win today.
1: Okay, and then we go to we got to go to the three o'clock game. Georgia Southern taking on Sanford in Alabama. Always a tough one for the Eagles when they travel into Alabama. They they face former Heisman Trophy Award winner Pat Sullivan.
6: Oh yeah, and. and Georgia Southern, a team that I'm, I'm pretty high on. I love the option attack over there, Georgia Southern. Uh, I think even though it will be a tough game, they, they kind of had a tough time with Chattanooga last week. It'll be a tough game against Samford, but I think Georgia, Georgia Southern pulls out the win.
1: Yeah, I think... Got a little bit more. They're getting more players back from injuries, and I think they'll they'll pull that out too. I'm going Savannah State, Georgia Southern. they Georgia Tech of the Ramblin' Wreck of Georgia Tech going to take on the Canes in Miami, the number 14
6: uh, team in the nation. Uh, tough one for the Ramblin' Wreck. They got to get their option attack going with Vadley in this game against a very a very good opportunistic uh, Miami defense. It's all about, to me, how good the Georgia Tech defense plays. Honestly, I think uh, Miami pulls this one off 28-21. to
1: and the last one, I told you, we, we called it last week, I said 28-24, I didn't think it'd be a bond burner, uh, but Georgia has to be leery of Tennessee, they just can't go up there and say, hey, you know, we, we, we won a big game against LSU, they gotta take care of business today, girl, he's hurting, but I'm telling you right now, Keith Marshall, 164 yards, two touchdowns, big play by Murray, quick, my pick is Georgia, I'm gonna say by at least two touchdowns today.
6: Yeah, I think this is close for about a quarter. Tennessee wearing those gray uniforms, coming out excited, looking for the upset. But I think they lose their energy at the end of the first quarter, and Georgia really runs away with it by about three, maybe even three touchdowns and a field goal. Well,
1: PJ, always a great job, a lot of fun. I know you were doing other chores the first hour. Keep up the great work, and uh, your show will be back on Thursday? Yep, back on Thursday this week, 6-7. to seven. And remember, you're listening to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. And remember, whatever you may be doing this weekend or next week, until next weekend, always have a great one. I'm Call DeMasi. I'm out. We're dogs.
0: This has been the Carl DeBassy Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics, on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM (laughs) 104.3.